0: Yeah, my name is Frank from Bad Rescue. And you're listening to Brutality Delicious. Oh, <laughs> Brutally Delicious. Brutally it Delicious.
1: It's all good. Don't worry about it. We're good.
2: Oh my Hello. God! I see a hockey stick back there. and No a way! Guitar.
1: How is that that we're going to be on this theme all day?
2: hockey 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 baby hello hello i can't,
1: can't hear, hear you. you no we can't hear you i will say while you don't have a chance to talk go aisles even if you're not an islander fan
0: is it working now uh, i yeah, got you it? now
1: yes yes
0: right. sorry
1: no problem at all how are you yeah i'm
0: fine you i'm doing
2: wonderful thanks are you a hockey fan
0: Kind of, there is good uh, ice academia in my in my town, so I follow them.
2: Cool. Nice. Where are you from?
0: Uh, Angers. It's uh, close to Paris, so it's like two hours from Paris.
2: Oh, cool! Sweet. Cool. I don't this know. We first. This is the first French metal band we've had.
1: I think so. That's what I was just going to say. I don't think we've had anybody from France on here yet.
2: Really? Even not it's Gogira. Oh I, man! I wish. <laughs> I've interviewed got... Joe before.
1: But not here. Right.
2: Not on the podcast. No. But I interviewed him. Nice guy. Really nice guy. Yeah,
1: really nice. Anyway, thank you for uh, joining us. I appreciate it. I'm Bruce. This is my partner, Chris. Yeah,
0: nice to meet you.
2: Nice to meet you.
1: Um, Chris, you want to jump in? You-, you want me to take the lead?
2: You give her, man.
1: I'm going to take the lead here. So let's just jump right in to talk about Bed Rescue. Now that your debut track, Battering Rain, is out and and available to the public. How do you feel about it, and are you satisfied with the outcome?
0: Well, uh, we're quite happy about the song and uh, the uh, what people think about the song, uh, like our close friend, our family, and uh, people we work with. Uh, it's, not, uh, it's not something big so far, but uh, we're quite happy about it.
2: I listened to it, and I thought it sounded great. Are you guys you're obviously drop tuned quite a quite a bit. Are you guys like drop A? Is that where you're at?
0: Yeah. Really? Nice.
2: Exactly.
0: Not I, I think she's a see the musician.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm a musician. Sorry, my my studio has turned into a partial doggy puppy daycare because I have a six month <laughs> old puppy. All so right. while I work, she has to have a place to kind of play. So
1: <laughs> Right.
2: But yeah, no. I own a uh, audio software company. I make drum libraries and um and uh i'm very into recording so right. when i heard when i heard the guitars was like it sounds like drop a to me which is heavy as fuck." and um <laughs> are you guys doing that on seven string guitars or six? Six. Oh, really yeah it's Ooh, a good song I've,
1: I've got to ask because i'm not a musician is drop a is that like really loose strings
0: it depends what kind of string you use. We use uh, like a very big one. So it's kind of loose, but uh, you can still play on it.
2: Okay, so yeah, it's Yeah, fun. but the Gibson is an interesting choice to do drop-in because the scale is so much shorter than the than the standard scale.
0: Yeah, yeah. But, you know, for us, it's kind of normal. You just decide to find the good, the good strings, and uh, it works perfectly.
2: Yeah. May I ask what gauge of strings you're using for it?
0: Uh, I think it's a, for myself, it's Ernie Ball.
2: Cool. I'm about to take um this this Ibanez back here, this Ibanez DT350. I'm about to take it in and get it set up. And I was thinking of using like a seven-string guitar set and just ditching the high E string.
0: All right. Cool.
2: But I don't know. But I'm glad to hear that it can be done on a six-string. That makes yeah, me happy.
0: Course. Oh, you're talking <laughs> about drop,
1: drop A you're talking about?
2: Yeah, yeah. Bruce, drop A. Like, you know, on a standard guitar, the second string is A? Yeah. Well, when you go drop A, the E string is A, but an so, octave below.
1: So the top string. Sorry, I'm learning something here as well.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Excellent. Um, so let's talk about the, uh, about, about the bands here, Bad Rescue. Are you guys, when you're writing, I don't, I don't know how to phrase this, but I guess when you were writing this record, how did the world conditions affect what you were writing, as opposed to in the past? Does that
0: make sense? Uh, I'm not sure uh, that I understand. Okay, can you try so, to like
2: did the pandemic and all the closures and all that kind of stuff influence the writing of the record?
1: Thank you. It's been a long day, and I'm wacky, but yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, pro- probably. Uh, I don't know what to answer exactly because we the Ben is my brother, and I right. Mm-hmm. and we're doing music since we met each other so since <laughs> like 40 years and we're always doing music uh we're recording a lot of albums for many bands many metal bands like uh Anxia, one way mirror and phase one mm-hmm. uh, we never stopped doing music and it's true during the pandemic we we started to think about the, okay uh what we can do because for us the show live show would be quite complicated so let's try to do something different Uh, let's try to make music for movies and uh, okay you we imagine ourselves like uh, doing like kind of scenarios and uh, we just created the music uh, on the on stories and uh, after we we're doing the video on ourselves with the with what we got as, a, as material and everything, so I think it's cool, and uh, maybe the pandemic play on it. But if the pandemic never happened, this band will happen for sure.
1: Right. When you say you're you're writing your songs after stories, are they stories that you guys are creating, or are they stories that are well known that you're reinterpreting into your music? No,
0: it's a story we're creating. Uh, we we never write any any book or doing any movies but we are really bad to do that but okay <laughs> let's imagine let's imagine okay we we think about something and uh, rewrite a kind of a very small story which is which are the lyrics and after that we make the songs
1: interesting
2: so being a french metal band like for, for us in the rest of the world we don't really know any french metal bands except for one Oh,
1: hold on hold on, my, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. in
2: my on. opinion. What about Trust?
1: Did we lose? Oh. <laughs> Who? Trust, right?
2: Trust. I don't know them.
1: Weren't they a French metal band? You never heard about anthrax?
0: Yeah, no. exactly.
2: Trust was a French
1: metal band from, I don't know what, the early 80s, mid-80s?
0: Yeah, early 80s, yeah. the sold a lot of albums. Yeah. Lots. I.
2: Then I feel guilty because I don't know them. I'll have to look. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't
0: mean to interrupt. But you're too young for that.
2: But uh, like Gojira to me, when I heard them the first time, I was like, "Holy shit!" I'd never heard anything so amazing in my life, and they became like my favorite band. But then I went looking for French metal bands. I just didn't find any more. So, what's it like being in a metal band in France? Like, am I missing the fact that there's? Is there a huge metal scene in France? Is there no metal scene? What's it like?
0: Um, it's getting bigger and bigger for sure. Is what I say every year for like more than 20 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The metal scene is, uh, quite, quite impressive. Uh, let's say that it's because we got the, the Hellfest, which is yes, one right. of the biggest, uh, it, it's actually the biggest European, uh, metal festival, and one of the biggest in the world too so it's really amazing and it's uh, like 40 minutes from my house
2: oh my god uh, it's on my bucket list it's really cool
0: it's really cool we have to sleep on the parking lot you know why (laughs) (laughs) right but anyway this festival brings uh, like uh, opportunity for small bands French bands to play there and uh, when you arrive and you play even if it's 10 o'clock you play in front of uh, 30,000 people so Everybody wants to play there. The festival is really cool. There is a really good image. So uh, we don't talk about metal music and the mainstream media, like the mass media and everything, but the Hellfest is bigger than anything uh, else. So right. it, good, it gave a, a really good image and it keeps going. So now that we got a lot, a lot of very good bands and uh, a lot of good bands playing uh, in US, Japan, everywhere in the world right.
2: that's very cool so like are you guys have plans to play hellfest
0: uh with bad rescue, I mean yeah uh no i'm not sure we're gonna do any shows uh so far it's uh like kind of a studio project and a video project music project for the show we will see later because it costs a lot of money you need the technician you need to have a 90 uh, more than uh, taking guitars and go on stage for this kind of music. But we already play at the Elfest three times with uh, one of our on other band.
2: Oh, cool. Oh, sweet. Well, I yeah, did not know really you were cool. in another band.
1: Yeah, I did not either.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if he goes, I'm in Trust. I'm in Gojira. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so if you guys are not taking me on the road, is this like a a thing where you're constantly writing then and constantly creating videos and that sort of thing?
0: Uh, can you uh, can you repeat, please? I've a I problem.
1: Yeah, yeah. So since this is not, you're not preparing for shows or doing any of that stuff, is this a project where you guys are constantly writing and constantly creating videos?
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, we actually recorded uh, five songs so far. It's already a mix and uh, the master is done too. And we're going to release the new video on the 14th of January from right. And it's a little bit more professional than the uh, Battering Rain. And we're already shooting the third video. And uh, we're thinking about the number four, too, which is really cool. So amazing. we're going to stop working. It's uh, Actually, it's a uh, full time job so far. Nice.
2: It's amazing. Because you, you said you're in Paris, just outside Paris?
0: Yeah, just uh, like two hours away from Paris.
2: Okay. So you guys probably have quite a bit of downtime right now then. So you can spend a lot of time working on the music. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. We never yeah. stop working.
2: Never. That's is, awesome.
1: Is Paris on <laughs> Is Paris on lockdown at the moment?
2: I don't know. Yeah, no, no I Paris don't think won't so. go. There'll be no more lockdowns because their vax rates are pretty high. But I know that they just put in a mask mandate for outside even in Paris.
0: Uh, I'm not sure we're going to have any lockdown. So you just cannot drink
2: at the bar you right. have to be sit that's it yeah. oh okay in- interesting crazy it is there, very- every, the world is so cr- the world is so crazy everyone's doing something different and even within the same countries they're doing things yeah. different and then even within the same provinces or states they're doing it different yes it's so it's crazy it's so random yeah. <laughs> like i i live in uh in north virginia and I can drive thirty minutes and hit three different areas and they're all doing something totally different.
0: Oh really? Oh my god.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's really weird.
1: It's sort of <laughs> it's like the Wild West is really no standardization at all. Yeah. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> He's you blown see? away. He's like, really? That's bullshit.
1: <laughs> are you able to, are there shows in uh in Paris or in France at this time or are there no shows at all? Uh,
0: so show can happen. Uh so in a very big venue it has to be less than two thousand people and uh people have to be seated. So you cannot be stand up and uh and the bar are closed in the venues.
1: That's interesting, because I just went to what maybe three weeks ago, Chris, I went to see Ingve, you know, the guitarist. Yeah. Yeah. And it was I don't know, a regular venue, no restrictions. I mean, they checked your COVID vaccine going in, you know, your card, but they didn't enforce masks. They didn't enforce, there was a a pit. Everybody was just pushed up against each other. I mean, it was just, I I was, I was totally amazed. They took the time, they took the time to, you know, check your vaccine card. And then after that, they were like, well, fuck it. You're on your own.
0: (laughs) All right. All right. Uh, It's not the same year. Yeah people try to take care of, but uh of course there is a like kind of free party somewhere but uh, sure but the official venues are is quite complicated many shows are canceled yeah and, uh, postponed canceled postponed cancel.
2: yeah it's know. such a weird time to be alive what a weird time to be a musician really
0: yeah yeah uh, we have to see it totally differently that's it so we have to say that uh it's like at the very beginning of the, of the lockdown, I cannot move from my house, and my brother cannot move from the studio, so we have to talk by uh, by Zoom or by WhatsApp. Uh we we make music differently. Uh, you don't have the same energy, so you have to think differently. That's it. It's uh, it's let's say that uh, in ten years we're gonna say uh, it was interesting. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you kind of had to reinvent yourself, right? Or, or reapproach yeah. it a, a different way because you can't be exactly. in the same room banging stuff.
2: So exactly. we actually I can't remember the band that we interviewed from Italy, the singer. I can't remember his name. Great band. Oh god, it's off. Anyways, he was one of the first musicians we talked to where he said that the pandemic was the best thing that ever happened to him creatively. Because he was able to just sit at home and work and get the job that he wanted to do done without having to do worry about all of the press and all of the shows and the touring and then family life and all this, he could just focus on creativity. And I wonder, do you feel even partially like that?
0: I think it's, uh, uh, let's, it's like we're living in a, in a Hollywood movie, you know,
1: yeah uh,
0: <laughs> I 100 percent agree yeah so far uh, I don't really realize maybe when my my daughter will be big uh when I would explain her uh, it will be kind of really strange for me uh, the big thing I, I know is we cannot move uh, from our place we cannot travel we cannot go to right to other country that's uh that's a worst thing can, can happen to me and uh, it's like okay we stay here and we even going to the beach can be really complicated. So, that's the worst thing. But after, for the family project, for the enjoying life, and for Netflix, is cool.
2: yeah. That's it. Yeah. You know. Yeah it's it's an in, it's an interesting time to be alive, and it's it's almost like a global trauma. Really, the whole yeah. world, the whole world yeah. is going through it. Like even in the U.S., where the government is basically just shit the bed on every bit of this completely (laughs) just to be just to be honest like if there was a bed to be shit the united states has filled it up four times already in their response to this pandemic but like there's a global trauma going around because there's still a lot of people that believe in science and and how it can affect them and they know people who have died like everyone in the u.s i i would say almost everyone knows someone who's had it and been severely injured and or died. Right. And mu- many people know multiple people that way. So I mean what we're almost at what 900,000 deaths in the US now yeah. I think. So so there's like a this global trauma happening and it comes from both sides. Some people are really afraid of the health outcomes. Some people are really afraid from financial outcomes, some people are afraid of the freedom outcomes. Some people are afraid of government overreach, some people are afraid there's all of this fear surrounding what's happening, and it's not just about the virus but it's about the outcome of what's happening yeah, see what you mean so how how do we get through this what what do you think how do how does how do how do we as an artistic community get through this uh If you drink a lot it's cool.
0: <laughs> it can solve some problems yeah uh, i've done yeah, that just just hope for a better life soon and uh don't think too much about uh the gig can happen yeah just do your life and uh keep going uh doing music doing photography doing painting doing uh, reading story i don't know Do do something to just don't spend your time on facebook watching the fake news and uh Thank you I think that you're gonna die because uh even if if this virus is really dangerous we we can still uh breathing you know yeah uh, yeah the life the life should be really important for for the kids you know for all our kids so we have to stay positive for the for the youth
1: and I think it's there's no better time than to dive into all that creativity and to read that book and to, you know, find that new band or it, it exactly. definitely, it gives you the time to discover new stuff and to connect with new stuff and to, and, and just, you know, get away from, like you said, the turning off that news, fake, yeah, real, exactly. whatever it is.
0: Yeah. You know, in France, a lot of people start cooking for real. And, uh, I'm really happy about it because before people buy, uh, they used to buy uh, like shitty stuff in the supermarket, and uh, during the pandemic, they, during the lockdown, they realized that oh, maybe it's cool to buy real food and start cooking for real. Yeah. So there is few positive things about it. So just keep it in mind and uh, say that uh, human people are are better than what we expected.
2: Yeah, it's true. You know, out of all of this, like on in the media and stuff, you see so much negativity about this or about that but in reality everyone that i've met personally going through the pandemic well except for one or two most people have been pretty positive about it you know
0: yeah it's, it's the thing is uh stay try to stay positive if it's really really complicated i get that just try to to be positive and if you're alone uh, if someone is alone you uh, now everybody got a cell phone i uh, so you, you can call someone. You can uh, you can Skype or Zoom someone. So
2: yeah.
0: so stay connected with uh, real people.
2: Back yes. to the music. Where do we yeah. find your band?
0: Uh, in a streaming uh streaming network.
1: You want to give us your social addresses?
0: Yeah, it's uh, uh it's the dubad rescue, and uh, I think you can find on the. Uh, if you have a look on the Apple Music, uh, Spotify, uh, and everything, if you click on Bad Rescue, you're going to find something for sure. It's called "Buttering Rain, and the new single is, uh, it, it will come really soon. So you, 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 you didn't have the link of the new, of the new video? Yeah, I we don't... do. Yeah, did you watch it?
2: Oh, yes. no, we don't have the link to the new video.
0: Hold on. All
1: maybe. Right.
2: No, maybe not the I... new video
1: i'm trying to think what i had but I, hold on i can tell you right i didn't now. get it and i would have always sent and prepped perfectly yeah so no we definitely... usually
2: try to give yeah we always try to give the bands the ability to promote themselves so like here's our website here's our youtube yeah, here's, uh, yeah.
0: i think if you go on the dub uh let me check i think it's this one <laughs> i forget that uh, <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's Bad Rescue. You, you can find if you, if you click normally, you can find because there is not. I think that we are the only one band called Bad Rescue.
2: Okay, cool. well, that's a that's a miracle in itself, right there.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's crazy when you want
0: to when you start a band and you're looking for a band name is. Uh,
2: you're like, it's oh my more God, I have the perfect than, name.
0: It's more complicated than uh, creating a song. Yes.
2: yes. I have the perfect name. And then you look it up and there's 20 other bands with the same name. You're like,
0: oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. I did that. I, I I created a personal project called Enemy of the People. And when I Googled it originally, there was no band. So I bought the domain. I bought everything. By the time I released my first single, I was getting contacted by a band's label. Hey. <laughs> Wait, really? Up. You're taking up our you're on our Spotify for some reason. I look, I'm like, oh God. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, at least I own the domain. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Did
1: they try and buy it from you?
2: No. No, it's some indie label out of the UK. Oh. But they do like psych I do like metal and they're doing like uh psychedelic college rock. I was just like oh no so like my song Kids in Cages goes up and it's up against their psychedelic college rock it was really funny that's funny
1: (laughs) (laughs) that is funny that's all I've got man I don't know if I missed anything you want to cover
2: no I'm good
1: did I miss anything there no you are good
0: yeah thank you very much for your time Uh, really interesting question
1: Thank you. We try and keep it a little bit different, a little bit out of the ordinary, so we don't ask where the name came from or that kind of stuff. Yeah, you, you, you can a, get that anywhere.
2: This is a podcast about getting to know the artist. It's not so much about like, you know, all the bullshit that everyone else asks you twenty four hours a day.
0: Oh, that's that's really cool. Thank you very much.
2: <laughs> yeah, you got <laughs> it, man.
0: All right, thank you very much, guys. Hey, thank or you, my lot. friend. Stay safe. Yeah, you too. Be well. Bye-bye. Right, bye bye. Bye.